Every week we like to look at, uh, well, we like to look at the news with uh, a perspective of Bible prophecy because we believe that uh, we're living in the last days and things are accelerating in terms of uh, many, many things that the Bible has spoken of thousands of years ago. The announcement that Benedict will be the first pope to resign in over 600 years has stirred a renewed interest in what scholars have called the prophecy of the popes, sometimes called the St. Malachi prophecies. I, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Malachi was a 12th century Irish monk who while on a visit to Rome had a vision of all the popes who would ever reign. He committed to paper a series of Latin phrases describing all the future popes. Malachi used a short phrase in Latin to describe each future pope, beginning with Celestine II, whom he described with the phrase, from a castle on the Tiber. That pope's birth name was Guido de Castello. More recently, he described Pope John Paul I with the phrase, from the midst of the moon. Uh, his reign, which began in 1978, began with the moon half full and lasted only one month or one moon. And so that, that's the nature of the Malachi prophecies is that he lists the popes uh, and he puts just an, uh, you know, a, a little blurb about uh, you know, uh, the, the castle. And then that pope turns out to be a guy whose name is Castello and stuff like that. Now, Malachi's predictions reputedly were made in 1139 while he was on a pilgrimage to the Vatican where he was appointed papal legate for Ireland. Reportedly, it was entrusted to Pope Innocent II in 1140. It was lost in the Vatican 400 years, only to be discovered again in 1595. On his last visit to Rome in 1148, Malachi accurately predicted the place and time of his own death, uh, Clairvaux, France, on All Souls Day, November 2nd of that same year. Now, according to his list, the next pope to be selected after Benedict will be the last pope, and then Rome will be destroyed. And so what are we to make of this? Well, it's been determined that at least some of the early prophecies were written after the events took place. Uh, we know that these prophecies were lost for 400 years, and scholars studying the documents uh, can tell that some of the prophecies, the earlier prophecies, were written after the events took place. However, the post-publication prophecies are another story. They've shown astonishing fulfillment. An article on Newsmax.com notes the following, I'll quote, he described Pope John Paul II by the Latin expression laboris solus, or translated from the labor of the sun, an expression meaning a solar eclipse. As it turned out, John Paul II was the only known pope to be born on the day of a solar eclipse, and he was buried on the day of a solar eclipse. A near total eclipse was seen across Europe on May 18, 1920, the day the pope was born in Poland, and on April 8, 2005, the day of his funeral, a partial solar eclipse blotted out most of the sun and darkened a wide area of the world. For the next pope, Benedict uh, the 16th, St. Malachi wrote, glory of the olive. 
Before the Pope was selected, some suggested a Benedictine would be elected because the order is sometimes referred to as the Olivetons, a name ultimately derived from the Mount of Olives in the New Testament. A Benedictine was not selected. However, upon his election as pontiff, Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger chose the name Benedict after St. Benedict of Nursia, the founder of the Benedictine order. And so that's the nature of the prophecies. And you can go back pretty far. The last 10 popes, uh, he's been spot on. And he describes only one more pope after Benedict, Petrus Romanos, or Peter the Roman, uh, and then Rome will be destroyed. Uh, so what significance is this to us? Well, after saying all that, probably none. Although it is interesting because we have the more sure word of prophecy. You have God's word. We know the broad outlines of Bible prophecy and we know a lot of its details. If Malachi, uh, Malachi excuse me, turns out to be right, it's really incidental. It's very interesting though, isn't it? That uh, we believe that the Bible to be saying to us that we're very close to the second coming of Jesus Christ. Uh, we're very close to the time of the great tribulation. And then there are these other uh, interesting things that pop up that seem to say the same thing. What I would say is don't make a big thing about it. Use it to bring the conversation back to what we know to be true. Uh, you may have Catholic friends or you may hear about this. I wanted you to be a little bit informed about it. Uh, and as always, you want to use things that people are talking about uh, to talk about what the Bible has to say. And so I don't know if this is gonna be the last pope. I know there will be a last pope uh, because of what the Bible teaches and, and it's very likely that it's sooner than later. These are the last days. The Lord promised to come at any moment to resurrect the dead in Christ and to rapture living believers. The order of events as we understand it is that the rapture of the church could happen at any moment. It's an imminent event. Nothing has to happen. The world doesn't have to be evangelized. The Antichrist doesn't have to be revealed. Nothing has to happen before Jesus can return to resurrect the dead in Christ and rapture living believers off of planet Earth. After that happens, in some time proximity, uh, we will get into the seven-year great tribulation, we meaning the people that are left on the Earth. The Antichrist will be revealed. Uh, and Jesus Christ will come back at the end of that time in his second coming. I mean, we know those things to be true and we see things leading up to them. And so the question we always ask is, are you ready? And if not, we encourage you to get ready and stay ready and keep looking up because ready or not, Jesus is coming.